Hey everyone, welcome to Dev Interrupted. We have a great show for you today talking about who is a senior software developer and how to hire one. Joining the discussion today is Tomasz Moraska. He's been a developer for over 25 years writing industrial scale applications for companies like MasterCard and Citibank. And of course, regularly answering the question, who is a senior software developer? Today's episode is sponsored by Linear B. Give your dev team the power to improve with team-based metrics, high-risk code alerts, and the world's first project board based on real-time Git activity. Sign up free at LinearB.io. Tomas, thanks for joining me today on Dev Interrupted. Hi, guys. Uh, it's great being with you here today. I'm very happy to be invited, and I hope uh, I can give you some insight into this uh, highly controversial story that the article has been. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it would make most sense uh, for us to start by defining uh, what is a senior software developer? What does it actually mean? And maybe what it doesn't mean? Yeah, uh, so obviously there is no objective measure to what a senior software developer is. It all depends on the context and on a specific work environment where you find yourself. As a good analogy, maybe funny, you remember that movie, Idiocracy. Uh, that says roughly uh, how it can be. If you are between people who know very little, your seniority is determined entirely differently than when you are in uh, a, a autonomous car uh, development team at Tesla. So it really depends. And that's actually a very pragmatic answer because uh, for me, a senior is someone who has mastered his domain above the level of majority of his team. Uh, so uh, that's probably the safest way for a manager to define how to find a senior developer. He has to uh, quantify the average level of knowledge on his team and seek somebody who is above that average. Uh, that's probably the safest metric uh, that, that I can think of. Now, when I say this, it becomes obvious that in many cases, uh, the manager would come to a conclusion that he doesn't need a senior because you don't want everybody to be at that uh, high end of the spectrum. You need a team which is properly varied and has people with all levels of skills to fill in all the niches and gaps in, in your uh, development process. Very often, we just need someone who is good at React and Node.js or somebody who is proficient in TypeScript and ASP.NET somebody who will adapt well to the team, understand the project, pick up the uh, tasks from the board, implement them soundly, efficiently, but that's not a senior developer. This is just a good developer. It's uh, something that you would simply expect from people because that's what you pay them for. So uh, I believe that uh, when you are looking for a senior developer, you're measuring well above that level. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, it seems to me that uh, companies very often uh, advertise for senior developers uh, because they hope that they will somehow filter out the noise and get people who are not imposters, who are really, uh, you know, not uh, pretending to, uh, to know uh, things that, uh, that are really beyond their reach. So that, that's probably a reason why pretty much 90% of advertisement for jobs is for seniors, while reality is that on a team, there is a few seniors. And that's how it always goes. Right. A common job description for a senior developer, 
that I've seen is you need to have 10 to 15 years of experience. I see that in most senior developer job descriptions. And even, you know, I, I've hired, you know, for this role, senior developer, the yeah. HR team would come to me and say the first thing, well, how many years of experience do they need to have? That's the first thing they ask me. How do you feel about years of experience as it relates to senior software developers? Uh, obviously, you need years of experience because you won't achieve your level of uh, seniority overnight. It takes time and effort to uh, collect this knowledge, process it, and make sense of it. But let's be honest, somebody can be a lazy bum for 10 years long and by some sheer luck just navigate through corporate realities and get away with it. So ultimately, years of experience are needed, but they are in no way a indicator of uh, being a senior developer. Uh, so I would never uh, put this as a, as a uh, uh, sole indicator of you being a senior. Yeah, you know, I, I wanted to ask you because when I've interviewed um, senior developers, people that are inter interviewing for a senior developer role, they may consider themselves a senior developer, but they don't know the particular technology or programming language that I was looking for. So, you know, for example, I'm hiring, I want a senior developer that knows Angular, you know, uh, framework. Mm -hmm. And they would come and say, well, no, I, I'm a senior developer, but I'm, eh, I've used a little bit of, of Angular. Can you be a scene, consider the senior software developer if you don't know the particular technology? I believe that uh, you have to be good at something. It does not have to be necessarily the particular framework or a language that you're asking for, but they have to be, uh, have a proven record of, uh, uh, expertise in something. I'll give you a very good example of my own. Uh, okay. When I arrived in Ireland six years ago, uh, I've been uh, applying for a job at Bank of America, a senior job, obviously. And I got interviewed by uh, two gentlemen, later became my friends, uh, who started grilling me at the whiteboard. And at some point, I interrupted this interview and say, guys, I think you have a wrong person here. Uh, why? Uh, I came to Ireland with a background as a .NETer. My specialty was C Sharp, Microsoft .NET. I've spent 11 years with this framework from the very time when it came on the market. And uh, they were all talking about Python. While my Python, although it was on, on the CV, it was there, but it was mostly uh, limited to my personal projects, five Raspberry Pis that I have laying around. And that's about it. I never worked with Python professionally. So I ask them that question and they say, uh, yes, you don't know much of Python, but we like your way of thinking. And we see that you are a brilliant C-sharp programmer. And that blew my mind off because that was the right approach. So I said, all right, uh, that, does that mean that I can do these test assignments that you want me to do uh, in my preference, preferred language, which was C-sharp? They say, of course. So I got a computer and two hours time and I had to write some uh, code then they called a colleague from another floor who was a C-sharp expert because they didn't know much about it. He looked at it and he said, that's it, we want the guy. Uh, they told me that they'll simply give me time to learn this Python thing. You would be surprised how much Python is used in Bank of America. Uh, actually, half the company runs on it. So uh, I was very taken by this uh, honest approach uh, that they did recognize certain uh, uh, 
uh, expertise in me, even if I didn't have that Python. And I didn't disappoint them, you know. After about half a year, I was actually teaching Python to junior teams on the team. And uh, then we introduced JavaScript and other things. So I believe uh, you don't have to be uh, good in this specific field, but you better be good at something. On the other hand, uh, recruiters and companies asking those two specific questions, like we need an Angular 0.73 expert, they are really throwing the baby out with the water because they might skip uh, very talented individuals who would pick up their technology in no time, but they are not allowed. So you've been working in the software industry for over 20 years now. And I wanted to ask you about how the senior develop senior development role maybe has changed from 15 or, or 20 years ago to, to today? Yeah, that's a difficult question. I believe it's changed quite dramatically uh, for a simple reason that there is much more to learn these days. Uh, and the time expected uh, to master this knowledge has drastically shortened. Uh, as for me, it took me 25 years to be where I am now. And I grew organically with this uh, uh, you know, development of computer science and of uh, computer industry. Uh, to contrast that, uh, my son, he's currently studying software engineering. And so I assist and mentor him on a daily basis. And I really feel sorry for those folks. They are thrown into this deep sea of uh, interconnected, uh, very insecure, very uh, demanding uh, uh, computing environment where you have to do with all kinds of risks and, and issues and challenges, uh, real-time communication, huge data, and everything is so much more complicated. And they don't really have time to learn those things properly because there is this pressure on them to perform uh, business-wise, to be able with this framework, with that platform, with this little language, even if it's obscure and will go away in one year. A uh, majority of them don't have fathers like me, so that's why they end up Googling. That's simply a desperate uh, attempt to cope with this overflow of knowledge that's uh, trusted upon them. Uh, and it's, it's very hard to address this topic. Uh, there are many you know, factors. I will probably write another article about it, the problem of transferring knowledge from gen between generations. Uh, this shallowness of education really has profound uh, impact on quality of our software because uh, uh, and it uh, probably it results in uh, younger generations having much lower expectations about what being a senior means. For them, learning React is already a big deal. Because it is, because they don't have proper understanding of what's behind it and what, uh, how React, for example, came to existence. And it didn't come out of the blue. It's a result of decades of development, decades of uh, maturing certain thought and certain uh, uh, ways of addressing a problem of, for example, application state or whatever. So uh, being a senior today is very different than what it was 20 years ago. You probably need to be much more specialized today. Do you feel that the quality of the candidates that you've seen recently going for a senior software development uh, engineering role have been less than the quality from 20 years ago? Uh, unfortunately, I think so. Uh, many reasons for that. There are genuine reasons like the ones that I just uh, called. Uh, there is simply too much to learn in too short time. But uh, the fact that people can 
easily look up for uh, so look for solutions online uh, makes them think less and makes them focus less and makes them invest less uh, effort in proper uh, studying those things. Look, 20 years ago, I didn't have internet. So when I wanted to solve a problem, I probably would have to look up a book, uh, talk to my peers and learn from them. Nowadays, I go on Stack Overflow, I copy paste and it works. And because there is a deadline and there is business pressure and there is you know, a full board of bugs to, to fix, I will never get back to that topic and study thoroughly. And that's, as a result, brings us those developers who do have years, who do have uh, their education, but they lack deep knowledge and understanding of their domain. Yeah. Were you, for, like, did you go to college as a computer scientist? Were you formally trained or self-taught? Uh, well, I like Bill Gates. I never finished my studies. Okay, <laughs> I only <laughs> didn't make the, didn't make the same fortune as him, unfortunately. So uh, that's no guarantee of success uh, either. But uh, I did follow a couple of years of proper uh, university studies, and it was very demanding in a way that they actually focused very little on what the business wants from what the business wants from you. Um, while there was a lot of pressure on uh, mathematics proper. Uh, there was a lot of pressure on uh, understanding computers from uh, behind the architecture of a computer. Uh, we are spending time on learning just how the damn thing works on the bit level, uh, that kind of things. Only on uh, the year where I actually uh, went my own way, that was year three, they started introducing some proper application programming saying that, you know, this stuff, you will eventually learn it with or without us. Some of you actually do that uh, already, like I was already doing my little gigs and jobs. So we don't need to teach you that. And I think that was uh, that was the right attitude because it I really gave me a gigantic boost in terms of intellectual effort and understanding of how those things work. Whereas I did pick up my knowledge of frameworks and uh, technologies anyway. Yeah, you know, for me, so I, I went to school at Villanova University. I was supposedly formally trained as a computer scientist. Um, but when I went to school, they definitely tried to teach me the fundamentals of computer science and, you know, these people that have run, won Turing awards and, you know, study their papers and that type of thing. But to be honest, for me, it was too boring. I wanted to be like Steve Jobs. I wanted to create the next app. I wanted to, how fast could I build something where other, you know, users used it and it went viral, like uh, Zuckerberg. Like that's, and a lot of my classmates actually felt the same way. We were trying to create cool games and stuff. And to be honest, not focusing as much on the yeah. fundament fundamentals, but focusing a lot on how fast can we make, you know, an app. And I'm wondering if that has, you know, contributed, that mindset has contributed to maybe the quality uh, decrease. I, I don't think they compete with each other. I believe school has no chance of teaching you proper business uh, skills and marketable skills simply because they are always a couple of years behind of what happens in the market. Plus their uh, teachers, normally they are not people from uh, our industry. They are trained professors and that's it. So they should not compete with, uh, with, with each other. I believe you need both. You need a proper uh, formal training in computing science because that develops your brain and makes you understand the depth of the story. And you need exposure to, to the industry, which means 
that there should be some kind of a balance uh, and cooperation between the industry and the academia in terms of shaping a complete cohesive uh, training for students. Yeah, that, that balance approach totally makes sense. Um, let's talk about how to hire a senior developer. Needless to say, you've been through a lot of developer interviews, both as an interviewer and an interviewee. How do you identify the senior developer during the hiring process? Yeah, uh, so there are many schools and people are usually uh, conditioned to interviews by the stories of how the big tech uh, names interview their people, meaning Google, Facebook and things like that. Uh, typically, it's a maze of riddles and puzzles and uh, as if it proves something. Now, here's the thing. Uh, very few of us will end up working for those big names. Normally, we'll end up with other companies who develop less revolutionary products than self-driving cars or some face recognition algorithms. Uh, yet, interviewing process is not uh, properly addressing it. And why? Because it's probably easier to just find a couple of riddles on the internet, throw them on a table and say to the guy, hey, solve them. Rather than think of a process interview, uh, uh, pr uh, proper kind of questions that will exhibit thinking abilities of a man or a woman. So uh, in my own experience as an interviewee, I was always very uh, strictly against this kind of puzzle approach because it simply stresses out people while it doesn't prove their ability to be part of our project in any way. Uh, in my opinion, you should avoid those things unless you really hire people specifically for very highly algorithmically challenging uh, uh, development projects. Uh, you might want to ask a person what is a graph or what is a balance tree or what Dijkstra algorithm does, but you probably shouldn't ask them to write down this algorithm on a whiteboard. Why? I am asking, how often did you do that as part of your job? Probably never. So why do you bother this poor fella with uh, these kind of stupid questions? Uh, again, it brings me back to what I said before. I'm more interested in the thinking abilities and in in-depth understanding of computing uh, than in knowing little fiddly tricks that indeed you can look them up. So don't be too specific, as you might miss great developer only because they haven't worked with your specific version of Angular or they don't know some little trick. So um, a question for, for you there. Um, I'm, a, I'm a senior developer, I'm, or I think I'm a senior developer. I'm coming to try to work on your team, coming to an interview. Do you actually ask me to code? Like what, what's an example that, that okay. you would, what you would ask? So uh, since you call yourself a senior in a, some programming language, be it C Sharp or JavaScript or Python, I would start with questions related to that. I would not ask you uh, questions about specific framework because you might not know it or you might not like it or your experience is simply different, but I will grill you to the bone uh, with your knowledge about JavaScript details, because I expect that senior should master his language period. There is no compromise about it. So I will be checking, speaking of JavaScript specifically, whether you understand uh, prototype uh, inheritance, whether you understand promises and async await, uh, what do you know about uh, functional versus class uh, paradigm of programming with, uh, with JavaScript. All those things that are not related in any way to any specific vendor, 
framework or versions they are the language just like if i would hire a teacher for english i would grill him very strictly about his knowledge of english grammar and uh, the, the whole theory of the language so that's for me the very first uh, barrier that has to be passed before we even proceed further with the interview and very often this is where it ends because you discover that your candidate to be a senior doesn't have a clue about those those things the language is for him uh, not his native language which he thinks which he dreams of which he can write books in and i believe it's it's a necessary prerequisite now once you are past this phase of uh, of uh, testing your language knowledge unrelated to any framework i would proceed to the second most known topic for a senior which is intimate knowledge of application architectures uh, do not mix that with enterprise architectures that's an entirely different topic uh, so i will not be asking you about hadoop and things uh, i'll be asking you how to put together an application what are application layers uh, component services how do you orchestrate exchange of data between uh, components in your application uh, what's application state and what are the ways to manage application state uh, what do you know about messaging uh, uh, paradigms like message bus or uh, whatever else? Because it is seniors' work to take uh, those little artifacts and bits created by uh, his peers and put them together into this consistent thing called an application. He will be responsible for this big picture, for making this thing work together in a consistent way. So he has to understand uh how that thing is and there is a very easy way to test you for that knowledge my typical way of testing that would be asking the guy to a whiteboard and saying could you draw an architectural model of your most recent project and uh, that's a fair kind of a question it's not a puzzle you simply tell us what you've been working on and tell us where is the database where are the application layers how do they talk to each other how is the security realized um, when you press this button and request data could you describe the whole flow uh, from the beginning to the end uh, just let him talk and in this process you will very quickly realize whether you have to do with a senior developer who has a grasp of the entirety of the problem without ever bothering him about those uh, fiddly and unpleasant uh, tricky questions that we all hate. Yeah, so in that situation, um, is writing or visualizing on a whiteboard enough to get through the conversation? Do I have to also write, you know, code for, for you? Or, you know, how does the medium of that uh, discussion, is it verbal? Uh, it is. Well, it's another step, I would say. Uh, it's always good to look at code that the person write, although I would rather avoid asking them to write this code now as I look at him because it's extremely stressful. Honestly, we don't develop our software like that and the majority of software developers hate somebody looking at them as they do it. There was once this uh, trend of peer programming and it faded away for that very psychological reason. It feels like two guys sitting on a toilet next to each other without a wall between them. Uh, that, that's, Not bad. That's how I'm I very uncomfortable. <laughs> Absolutely. So I, I really always avoid asking people code in my presence. Although I would just give them a laptop or uh, and a room, and give them leave them with a uh, task which is complex enough to have this 
uh, application architecture uh, like uh, challenge, not a puzzle, but, but, but something that will allow them to assemble little application of bits. Have you found that there's any um, pattern or um, to like the amount of times that a senior developer has to come in for the interview? Can we get through, you know, everything we need to get through in one session uh, together? Or is it, okay, we do one session and then you go home and then you come back? No, I, I wouldn't do that. You know, it's it's stressing and unnecessary. I believe if you spend half a day with a person, you know enough what they what they worth. Okay. And are you a fan of take-home assignments? I've seen this sometimes. Okay, we're gonna do a conversation together, and then I'm gonna give you a coding assignment to take home, and you turn it in. Have, have you found success in something like that? I, I like them very much because they give me time to think, and uh, there are easy ways to verify whether you've done what you've done. And the easy way to verify is to ask the guy and tell him to explain the code. You either know it because you wrote it or you made it up or you downloaded it and then you don't have a clue what, what you've done. So uh, it's a fair kind of uh, uh, exercise. I believe it uh, gives you this uh, feeling of uh, safe bubble in your own environment with your own laptop, your own tools uh, that you use to solve the problem and answer it in a com competent way. You know, there's a lot of eager developers out there that really want to grow into a senior developer. Um, what does that journey of becoming a senior software developer look like? Yeah, that's a difficult one. So I think a major takeaway from what we were talking about is that you need to forget this market noise and focus on what's important which in my opinion is software architectures and intimate knowledge of your language. Uh, those things do not change as quickly as the surface technology. I mean, uh, in the recent 10 years, we had like 12 different uh, UI frameworks. That was the whole avalanche of uh, MVC, MVP. Uh, now those uh, uh, architectures such as uh, React or whatever else, but if you look deeper into them, they are actually not that different. There are maybe two paradigms being used, employed by different architectures. If you would properly study a topic such as MVC, uh, Model View Controller, which has been invented in the early 90s, you would actually discover that Angular is not so different than Vue, and it's not so different than Ember or any other framework, which would probably help you to switch from one to another when time comes or where your employer asks you for it. Well, we're just about to come up on time here. I always like to give a little bit of time back to our guests. So is there anything that you'd like to pitch um, to our listeners? Well, uh, I would like to invite you to my blog, uh, which has a very funny name, letsdebug.it. And uh, of course my articles on DZone, uh, I'm publishing every now and then something uh, more or less controversial uh, there should be another article coming in about a week or 10 days from now. So stay tuned. Uh, you will be well entertained. Tomas, thank you so much for coming on to Dev Interrupted. Your knowledge about what it takes to be a senior software developer and how to hire uh, senior software developers, I think is invaluable for the community. And we really appreciate it. Thank you. It was my pleasure talking to you guys. And I hope we'll be meeting again.